Yo, is let's do this. Psychopath talking, king of my jungle, just a gangster stalking, living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose, red or blue, cuz of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Colors. The gangs of LA will never die, just multiply colors. Guess my religion. Colors, 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 My pants are sagging, braided hair. Suckers stare, but I don't care. My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear. I've no remorse, so squares beware. But my true mission is just revenge. You ain't my set, you ain't my friend. Wear the wrong color, your life could end. Homicide's my favorite binge color. So I'll just walk like a giant, police defiant. You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't. My gang's my family, it's all that I have. I'm a star on the walls, my autograph. You don't like it, so you know where you can go. Cause the streets are my stage, and terror's my show. Psychoanalyze, try, diagnose me. Why? It wasn't your brother to brutally die, but it was mine. So let me define my territory. Don't cross the line. Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't faze me. If you ran like a punk, it wouldn't amaze me. Cause my color is death. Though we all want peace, but our war won't end till all wars see. Oh. 
you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. And when your best friend comes out and tells you he's gay, you may not know how to act around him anymore. Make a gesture. Bring along some white wine to let him know you're okay with him being gay, even though you probably won't ever, like, go to a gay bar with him. White wine. Yeah. Hell yeah. White wine. Fuck yeah. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Glad you could be here today, uh, Friday before a three-day weekend. Hell yeah. I'm going to take Monday off. Shit. Y'all are going to let me take it off. Oh, wait a second. I'm getting an echo. I was getting an echo there for a second. Um, yeah, if I'm going to take yeah, if y'all are going to take it off, I'm taking it off. So, uh, no show Monday. Kick ass. Four-day work week next week. What? Um, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, uh, let, let, let's start off the show the right way, uh, shall we? Uh, let's give some credit where credit is due. Bam. Bam. Man, oh man, Christopher, what a review, what a review, my friend. Christopher went out last night, went to the star-studded premiere of the live-action version of Little Mermaid. I gotta say, I really enjoyed the review. Very honest review. This is why this is why Christopher's the man. This is why he's got his own theme music. There you go. All right, Christopher, great job on the... Uh, the movie review. Uh, I'm going to try to go see Burt Kreischer's movie, uh, The Machine, this weekend. I don't know if I'll get to it or not. We'll see uh, if it happens. If not, then I, I, know, I know I'm in good hands. I know that Christopher's got my back. Man, oh, man, do I know that. So, uh, yeah. So, good morning, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's doing good this morning. Um, worked on a little project here this morning. So, I, I should be able to make this pretty easy, hopefully, today. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, first one here today is hockey player. He says, uh, good morning, ass family. Nice win in OT yesterday, Arnie. <laughs> but it is the Stars, and they're still going to lose. Well, look, they're down 3-1 now, pal. Everybody expected a sweep last night. No, no, you know why they didn't get swept last night? Do you know who was in the house last night? No, it wasn't me, even though tickets were only $40. I, I, I mean, I, you, cannot, you cannot lose when, when Ty Domi's son is on the team. And Ty Domi's in the house, and he has invited not only Mike Tyson, the, the former heavyweight champ of the world, but Woo! Ric Flair? What? Wait a second. Ric Flair? When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. Woo! You're talking to the Rolex Wearing Say it, Daddy. Diamond ring wearing. Uh-huh. Kiss stealing. Woo! Wheeling dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! <laughs> yeah, and they were wearing Stars jerseys. Oh, I think the tide has changed, my friend. 
Kale says, finally fucking Friday. Good morning to you. Uh, oh, looky here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Go, it rises hot damn. I get to listen today. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. Trash Panda says, Good morning, ass family. Make sure your cans are out and three feet apart. Yeah, come on now. Now, now V Coop's in the house. Uh, I, I, I believe uh, I, I have a, a new walk up song for V Coop here. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kenny Powers in the house. He says, Michael PSA's chest hair sings the backup vocals in Bad Street, USA. Yes, you got it, my friend. Uh-oh. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. Wow, thanks for being on my side there. I, I, I really appreciate that. I hope you have a special, spectacular day. Uh, as well, uh, whoa, 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 there he is. Well, Lordy freaking dog! Fire says, hey, hey, y'all, three-day weekend in store, stuck at work. Amen to that. Amen to that. Oh, look at this. See, I'm on fire today. Stink fist in the house. Says, morning ass family, can't stay long. My kids are graduating today, one from middle school, one from high school. My wife's been crying for a month. Okay, all right. There you go. There you go. That, that That's what you get right there. Uh, Chaz Man, now, now see, Chaz Man, I had a special one for you, because and he's sending me a shirt, so. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. Wait. Don't beat it off, spank it off, whip it off, or blow it off. There's a spider on my pecker, whack it off. Jazzman, happy motherfucking Friday, bitches. Act accordingly. Words of wisdom for today. I'm not responsible for your happiness. Amen today. Uh, Gold says, happy Friday, y'all. Three-day weekend. Barbecues, brews all weekend. Let's get this party started. Woo, whose house? Arn's house. Battleborn in Nebraska. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. There you go. Happy Friday morning, Dr. States and his family. Looking forward to this uh, three-day weekend. Brady Kitts says, I don't get it off. Well, I, I, I'm sorry you don't get it off. Fucka! I'm taking it off. Fucka! Uh, Derek, good morning to you. Says, thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Trash says, some of us don't get days off, but we do get fat paid to work on holidays. See, there you go. Christopher in the house. Great job. Kale says, I get paid. Uh, hockey player, uh, we will see uh, handshakes on Saturday. Only followed by knuckle sandwiches. How about the trash people finally come and pick up our yard waste? Amen to that. Jello PM. Uh, I'm not green. Sorry, Braddy. Uh, <laughs> Jasmine says, that's fucking fan, fan fucking tastic. Thanks, Arnie. Battleborn says, awesome. All right. Lots to get to here on a big Friday show. Um, first thing, they, they, maybe you shouldn't be paying too much attention to this. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert or anything. I, 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 all I do is a, a, a simple podcast where I try to entertain you and, and sometimes bring you stories uh, that, that make you think and make you really question everything, like this one. It's been around for about a week now, and all the people that are in charge say nothing to see here. 
nothing to see here. But I think there is something to see here. Federal investigators are looking into how 30 tons, that would be 60,000 pounds, 30 tons of explosive ammonium nitrate vanished into thin air on a shipment from Wyoming to California. By the way, that is the same stuff used to uh, do the horrible Oklahoma City bombing. Um, but the the amount that, that's gone missing is worth 30 Oklahoma City bombings. Now, now, now they're saying, this is what they're saying. It's believed it leaked from a train car, and there's no criminal element or no malicious activity that was involved whatsoever. But the problem is that they don't know where the chemicals are. Like, they, they, I, I think they backtracked, at least, and looked and, like, had a, a, a counter or something that they could measure ammonium nitrate, and nothing's been found yet. Hmm. Kamala says 30 tons is like having 31 ton of something. Now, now, I'm not trying to get anybody's dander up or anybody worried or anything like that. But like I said, this has been a story for about a week. It's been out there for a little while. And nobody's really talking about it. See, these are the kind of stories that you watch and you go, hmm, isn't that interesting? And by the way, by the way, this is the problem that I have with these high-speed train systems. How many different train accidents or train problems have we had this year already alone? Do we not remember what happened in Ohio? Now, there's a there's a very famous Breaking Bad episode where Walt and and uh, the Jesse they 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 hijack a train and they get all kinds of you know meth producing stuff and they show how it can be done. I gotta tell you. Um, that doesn't sound too far fetched. I, I I'm sorry, but it it, it just it just does it. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? There he is. How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud. Nate says good morning, ass Naig. I'm on a road trip this morning, so your show will be on the road with me. Well, fantastic. That is awesome. Hopefully you you don't drive over any of this uh, ammonium nitrate that just spilled out accidentally. Like they want us they want us to think this is just like when you're following one of them garlic trucks or something and the the garlic peels are flying off or or you got a, a water truck in front of you and there's water spitting out of that. That's just what this is. That that that's what I'm supposed to believe this is. Oh, but it's only ammonium nitrate. Okay. At least uh, 1,164 train derailments across the country last year, according to an article by NPR. So that that's why I always ask this question about why is it this time that we're going to do the railroads right? 
And 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 I have I, I have no problem. Look, honest to God, it's just easy to make a joke about, especially Amtrak. That, 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 that's the main reason why I go after the train systems. Because I know millions of people every single day in in major metropolitan city ride trains. I, I, I get how those trains work and that's fine. I'm talking about the open road trains, the fucking, you know, the 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 crossing arms that come down. You know, the one that hit Satana but didn't do the job and killed her, just broke her leg. Fuckers. Why are we investing in more of those? It, it, it seems, and, and I understand why we have them, but I mean, it seems like there's a lot of problems with it. It's because the old railroads were racist and the new ones won't be. Straight Fire says, Radio Tokyo Mage. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I've seen this story, and I want to believe that it spilled out because I don't want to believe there are 30 tons of uh, ammonium nitrate that are missing. I mean, do you know how scary that is? That could do... I, uh, 30 Oklahoma City bombings. We all know what that image looked like. If you were around and you saw the highlights of Oklahoma City and you saw the face of that building, the IRS building or the state building, where where those people were killed, including children, an act of complete cowardice by Timothy McVeigh. If you saw the picture of that building and how that, that one simple van blew up and and did so much damage. And you think they have 30 times that amount that's missing now. But it just doesn't seem like anybody gives a shit. Now, God forbid, God, and and I I promise you if this happens, I will not play the the thing that I'm I will I will go against my contract and I will not play the I told you so's. Because if this does get you somehow, I cannot wait. I can't wait to see all the pundits, everybody on both sides of the aisle going, what happened? Why was nobody reporting this? Oh, my God, 30 tons went missing. Why were there not FBI groups out there searching for it? Geiger counters, all this kind of shit. Because that will be what they say. God forbid this happens. And I'm saying God forbid because I do not want to go against my contract and not play I told you so. Just know the I told you so will be deep down in my heart. Well, that's where it'll be. Because I'll be feeling it. Now, Today's show, we we just got stories that are all over the place today, so I'm sorry that we're jumping around so much. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, please feel free. I'm down to talk about anything. I got plenty of stories for the show, but if if there's stuff you want to talk about. Uh, I got a story that will anger you parents, uh, I believe. Oh, wait, uh, I just got a trans update. Uh, from Stockton, Cabell, look, the record, and even Stockton's public library Facebook pages, drag shows for children have been taking place in the port city since 2018. Well, that's th- five years, okay. It's become a new issue that some of the tubs... Uh, 
Planned drag show is a private event that requires tickets to be purchased. So they're going to do it, I guess. All right. Well, hey, hey, you know, look, look. We can talk about trans stuff here. I'm cool with that. Um, and and I actually do have a story that kind of goes with that. Yeah, I got two stories that go with that. Mage, is this you? This is Mage. What's up, buddy? How you doing? So I just wanted to share something with you. Um, all the travels I go to Japan all the time. Right. And it's really awesome to do the whole train thing. And like one day I went on a train, a subway, a light rail, and a monorail to get to one location. And they have like the bullet train and all that kind of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. I just think the only problem in America is uh, one, there's too many stupid people here. Yeah. And uh, the our country's too big because like making a high speed rail train from let's say Denver, Colorado, where I almost live, to uh, San Francisco, it's just too big of a, uh, too much space. And then we have all the crazy people who want to try to jump on the train like they're uh, watching a Brad Pitt movie or something. <laughs> well, and, he, he, and that, here's the other thing. I do believe that there would, would be a gigantic difference in quality of tracks. I, I mean... In Japan, I think they're going to build it, and they're going to build it the right way, and they're it, it's not going to they're not going to care about the the cost really. When in America, the lowest possible bidder is going to get the contract. Yes, and that and that's the main issue. And most people want to drive here anyway. Mm-hmm. Our country's giant, you know. Japan, Japan's like like smaller than the west coast of America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's easy to get around. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the trains are, are useful there. It, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I mean, uh, I remember I one time put my nephew on a train ride because I didn't want to fucking fight the storm because I'm an asshole uh, from Sacramento to Reno because he had to get on a flight, and I put him on the train, the Amtrak. Well, the storm came through. And that's a six-and-a-half-hour delay he had on the train. Now, granted, he probably would have been delayed the same if he drove, but that's that's where I get confused of why people want to take trains. I get just weirded out. Well, and like, uh, and and here's another big thing is like, uh, in Tokyo, um, if you want to get a car and you want to park your car, so we're not talking about like how much it costs a license or get your license or any of that stuff. Um, the last time I was there, uh, I saw prices upwards of a hundred dollars a day for parking. If you don't have a parking spot. Wow. That would be, that would be more than my mortgage payment for my house. No shit for a month's worth of parking. My God, that'd be crazy. Yeah. So um, a lot of people don't have fucking cars because one, it costs too much to have. There's nowhere to have the damn thing. And why drive there when it costs $2 to get on a light rail? No shit. (laughs) All right, Mage. Well, hey, you have a safe trip today, and I will guide you through safely. I promise. All right. Thank you, sir. See you, pal. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Alicia's in the house. Well, hello there. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. 
Alicia, good morning to you. I hope that you're doing well. Straight Fire says, super expensive to make Godzilla-proof rail cars there, Mage. No shit. Um, we were talking about this thing that's happening in Stockton. They're doing a drag show, and now the people have come out and said, um, it's my pseudo-Friday. Okay, good. Um, they've come out and said, well, we're, we're going to have the event. It's a private event. You need tickets. We've been doing it forever, since 2018. That's forever now. Um, fine. You know what? Look, look, if you want to indoctrinate your kids into that shit, who am I? Who am I to tell you that you're fucking up your kids? You know, this idea and, and the bad part is that we have to allow these kids now into schools and things like that. And, and these parents have ruined these kids. And it's time that we as a country, as a society, come out and say, enough's enough with this shit, okay? We, 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 we let you play your little dress-up games. We do all these wonderful things. Um, but enough's enough. This is, this has gone too far. A 35-year-old Washington State woman allegedly told police she identifies as a 15-year-old boy after she was arrested for sexting and providing alcohol and drugs to a bunch of runaway teens that she planned to leave town with. Well, isn't that fan-fucking-tastic? Ah! Okay! Buenos dias, amigo! Says, public service announcement. Supervisors and managers are fucking morons. Very true. Very, very, very true. Uh, Another reason to be proud to be from Stockton. Sigh. Um... I, I'm I, I'm just I'm I'm done, okay. I'm done. I, I, I'm not, I'm not even gonna have the conversation anymore. I'm done. I I think I covered it last week, and and now I'm really really done. The no, you're not. Um, Amanda Duros, who's 35 years old, who says that you identify as a 15 year old boy. Well, no, you're not. You're not a 15 year old boy though. You see, you're a 35 year old woman. You might not like being a 35-year-old woman, but you're a 35-year-old woman. This is like the little bitch last week, the video that I played. Where she gets all upset because she went to Jiffy Lube and the guy came out to greet her and said, Hey there, lady. Uh, Hey, young lady, what can we help you with today? And she says, Oh, I felt 100% gendered. What does that even mean? What does being gendered mean? I mean, that's just stupid. You're fucking up your kids. Can I say it anymore? Plain in English, you are fucking them up. You are ruining. Uh, Let's see, where does she live? The Port Angeles High School Vice Principal, Port Angeles, wherever that is in Washington State. Um, Callum County, Clallam County, C-L-A-L-L-A-M County. I believe that's the jail they took him to. First of all, you're, you're 35 years old, and you're hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. By the way, they know you're not a 15-year-old boy. Okay, but you, you, you're buying them alcohol, you're getting them cigarettes, you're doing all kinds of shit to them. They're going to do whatever you want. You know why? Because they're fucking kids. 
Wow, that's a rural area, too, outside of Tacoma. All right, all right. Um, but, I mean, that whole state is fucked up. Look, the entire West Coast. Once you get that, that, that region between Portland and Canada, L fucked up O. It's where the vampires from Twilight live. Well, it makes no sense to me. Um, thank you to s- respond to all the women there. I have no idea what that is. Um, the, haven't we jumped the shark with this? I mean, I, I, a little further on this, because I was thinking about this yesterday, and I didn't get it out. I, and, and I apologize to you all. I, I felt like I had a really shitty show yesterday because I didn't feel good. I felt terrible. I feel a lot better today. By the way, went to uh, the Sam's Club Business Center again, got some more tuna sandwiches, and holy shit, they have gas station-type frozen hamburgers that you microwave for like four minutes, and it tastes like a a, a gas station hamburger. Oh, got a box of them. Whoo, daddy, were they good. But that's a different subject. But I was thinking about all this yesterday, and... The idea that you people are ruining your children, it is criminal. You know what? You want to empty the prisons out? Fine. Let all, let all the murders, let all the fucking pedos out and put a parents in there. Because you know you're fucking your kids up. You absolutely, positively know what you're doing. And you're allowing your kids to run the house. Gas station tuna sandwiches and burgers when this Dusty Road's coming over to dine with you in an alley. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Oh, man, I love that shit. i tell you this right now. If 7-Eleven started selling their pizza in, like, a frozen variety and I can microwave it the way they do, I'm all over that. I love me some 7-Eleven pizza. Ooh, that shit's good. If they ever brought back the pizza rolls... They, they were like the taquitos that they got there now. They were like them, but it had pizza on the inside, and it was all dough on the outside. Holy shit, those were good. Man, oh, man. I remember I used to bother Stackhart to get those all the fucking time, and they couldn't get them. And, you know, now I live where 7-Eleven is hubbed. I need to go to their corporate office and go bring back the pizza sticks. But all this trans shit, all this stuff, and, and, and there's another story. I found this story this morning, and, and when I say the kids, we got nacho cheese. Yes, we did get nacho cheese. Um, this is the stuff that I mean when I, when I mean that you're, you're letting the kids run your house. I don't know where this is. Uh, hold on, where's my phone? Hold on. Marlin, Texas. Marlin, Texas. Okay. Where the hell is Marlin? Uh-huh. How do I get there? City of Marlin. Okay, here we go. There's a map. Okay, Marlin is a, a little bit outside of Waco. All right, so about two and a half hours away. Most of our 7-Elevens got switched to DK and some of our Quick Marts. And they don't have much jack shit anymore. That's bullshit. 
A Texas high school was forced to postpone graduation ceremony after just five, five of the 33 students were eligible. Teachers blame poor attendance and grades. Now, here's my question. Aren't we readying kids for life? Aren't we trying to raise adults? Aren't we trying to teach people that there are consequences with their actions? Or have we stopped that? Because those five kids should absolutely, positively get to graduate in a ceremony. I'm sorry that the other kids couldn't be bothered to go to school. Now, this school district is not a very good school district. Uh, In 2020, the MISD lost their official accreditation from the state of Texas after received an F for uh, accountability in 2019. Boy, it doesn't seem to learn. They, they, they've learned about anything. Oh, my. Oh, uh, the official Indians on this show. Stackar says the sausage and gravy pocket rollers were better than the pizza ones and main headquarter in Dallas. Ogre liked that one. <laughs> I came up with that one this morning. I, I enjoyed that one. Um, a mandatory senior parent meeting will be held at the high school at 630 on Wednesday, May 24th. Way to fuck it up for the ones that succeeded because of a bunch of asphalt cum suckers that couldn't do the bare fucking minimum. Exactly. And by the way, as a senior parent, why am I being forced to a mandatory meeting? My kid did the job. You see, you have one job as a kid. One simple job. That is graduate from high school. That is it. Your first 18 years are teaching you one thing and one thing only. That you have to show up. You have to do uh, 70% at least of the work. You don't have to give it your all. You can give it your almost 70% of the time for 12 years. That's all we're asking. It's 12 years. We will clothe you. We will feed you. We will, you don't have to pay rent. You might have some chores around the house because, well, that helps you. But your first 18 years are to get an education. Now, whatever, whatever reasons they have, and I don't care what they are. Because, once again, everybody has a story. Remember the story I told you yesterday. Gold says, LMAO, Arnie, you're a goddamn fool for that song. It's like wrestling with entry music. Um, Remember the story I told you about the valedictorian yesterday out of uh, of Florida? I mean, she's got Florida working against her, for Christ's sake. Who graduated with an 8.3 
GPA, who also got an associate's degree from college along with her high school diploma. This all while battling hearing loss, ADHD. Oh, and her family's home burned down when they were young, so they were homeless for a time. How is it that that girl can find a way to make it to school, but of the 33 senior students, only five made it to school enough to graduate? By the way, they should close down all of Marlin School District. If they've lost their, their accreditation, why would you even send a kid to school if they don't have accreditation? I'd never understood that about Kanye's school. Also, I'm going to have to get those pickle Cool Ranch Doritos tonight and give you guys a review. Here's my re- my real quick review. Uh, I You don't have to, Stack R, because... There you go. There's my review of them. Ah, perfect. How dare you? Is, is, am I missing something in the world? Have, have, have we just... Am I in a time warp or something? Because you remember, it was after I got out of school. So I And I've been out of school now for 30 years, 35 years, almost 35 years. So it was probably about 20 years ago where they started telling kids, hey, there's a kid at school, a kid, one kid, single, who's allergic to peanuts. So, um, hey, look here, parents, no more peanut butter sandwiches to school. And then maybe the school got another one the next year, and they said, hey, if your kids eat peanut butter before school, you got to make sure they brush their teeth real good because we can't have no peanuts in the class because of two kids. Instead of teaching the two kids about what life really is, life is fucking rough. Okay? Life is not fair. Life is not easy. Life will never be either of those. You may have easier times in your life when you're going along and everything is getting along, and that's great. And I don't wish I, I don't wish anything different for anybody. And I don't think that you should ride around like I do and with the back in my mind saying well, this is all gonna end pretty soon. I I try not to live that way. But the problem is this those kids that didn't do the work, I'm sorry, you failed. And now, instead of rewarding the five kids, the minority, remember how we said, oh, we're going to change and no more peanuts because of one kid. But now five kids are eligible to graduate, but we can't let them do that because the majority of the class is stupid. That's right, I said it. They're stupid. Uh, Pastner opens elementary. Uh, yeah, I've seen the video of the, uh, the uh, midair on the uh, Asian flight. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy. What the fuck is with all this pickle shit now? We went to Isotopes game uh, last weekend, AAA baseball, great hats. Uh, last weekend, they have pickle and fruit-flavored snow cones. Like, cher- oh, <laughs> you sick fucking deviants. You're as bad as drag queens. Ogre, that sounds delicious. Oh, I knew you'd say something like that. <clears throat> what did I miss? When did we flip around and go, wait a second, we got to protect the majority again? 
Oh, as long as the majority is stupid idiots? Okay, then we'll protect them. Uh, All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know it was kind of redundant of stupid idiots, but I, I, I felt the need to really drive that point home. The kids with nut allergies should be carrying root pens. Uh, I carry them for grass and weed allergies. Hey, hey, Battleborn, you are what I, I would like to refer to as 100%. Correct the mundo. Because, you see, what we're not teaching our kids is this. And this is going to sound terrible. It's going to sound awful. But the only one who really has your back all the time is you. Now, now, I'm not saying that there aren't people that have your... I, I know people have my back. I know it. I know for a fact that one person in particular has my back more than anybody else in the world. And no, it's not Tommy. But I do believe that Tommy has my back more than anybody else except this one other person. That person is Braddy Kid, of course. But Braddy Kid's not always there. Okay, so then I'm responsible... To watch my own back. I'm the one responsible for that. And I was taught that at an early age, that my father would always have my back. And he did, except when he wasn't there. And that's why when he died, it was hard, it was horrible, but I was already prepared for that because he trained me for that. He wasn't always with me. But I knew he had my back. But if he wasn't there, he couldn't do anything. Uh, The pens are prescription only and ludicrously expensive. You can't get them over the counter. It's fucking dumb. You can't get EpiPens over there. I know that they raise the price on them and that's bullshit. But the truth of the matter is if one kid in school has a peanut allergy, the rest of school should not have to be and, and everybody will say, well, it's only peanuts. It's only peanut butter. Okay. It's only that this time. And then what's next? Every kid that carries an EpiPen, they're allergic to something. So if it's not peanuts, it's something else. What about, what, what about Battleborn? Can they not cut the grass at school? See, it, it, I, I agree. Uh, uh, Ogre, there's something's got, something has to be done. Something has to be done with the pharmaceutical companies in this country, with the insurance companies in this country, and so many other things. You're, you're opening up Pandora's box there because this is why I hate our Congress and I hate our Senate, because they don't do their fucking job. Like it or not, loopholes are in place for businesses to do business in America, and if they're not willing to do what Congress tells them to do, then Congress it should close those loopholes down. Now, if they want to leave their business and go someplace else, then fine, go do it. We won't buy your product anymore. See, we used to have teeth in this country. We used to have balls. We used to have pride in this country. But we don't have that shit anymore. Right now, everybody who said, when, when I say... When I say you have to have your own back, that so many people believe that means, oh, I'm first, me first, me first, me first. That's not what it means. When you have your own back, that means you just don't let people shit on you. You're not more important than anybody else. It's not your way or the highway. It's you have to protect yourself. 
Now, if that means standing up for yourself, then stand up for yourself. But the ludicrousness of how all of this gets played in together, and it's by people who don't do their fucking jobs, and that's our leaders, the people that we elect. Oh, I, I Ogre, I understand what it is. I know Big Pharma is shoving money into the Congress people. Oh, I, Big Pharma does that, these insurance companies. Look, look, quick example of what I'm talking about here. When they start ta- first started talking about Obamacare, I was completely against it because I don't think the government should be in charge of health care. And if you look back and go back in time and you read the initial first reports of Obamacare, there were things in there that say your doctors could report you to law enforcement if you weren't following what they said. I'm not making that up. If a doctor told you to lose 20 pounds and you didn't lose 20 pounds, they could report you. They had to get rid of that in the second version. It's part of the Pines guy fixes for America. Term limits, no lobby groups. Oh, yeah, no DNC or RNC war chest. Caps on campaign spending, it's a dream, but I guarantee you this country would be fixed. Oh, Ogre, I don't disagree with you with any of that. But instead of holding Congress to their feet to the flames and saying, do your job, by going to insurance companies and saying, you want these tax incentives, You want these loopholes to remain for you? You want to be able to do business in America? Well, this is what we need you to do. And it's it's a few simple fixes. First of all, everybody can get insurance if they have the money to buy insurance. Now, if they have pre-existing conditions, here's a simple fix for you. Make them pay more. Easy fix. But they didn't do that. Oh, here's another one. How about we, we, we stop this restriction of interstate trade? And if a company in North Carolina offers insurance cheaper than a company in Oregon, and I live in Oregon, well, I should be able to buy that insurance in North Carolina because it's my money, it's my health. I should be able to be telling myself what I do. Now, it could be a shittier company, but that's why it's cheap. I don't care. Oh, and number three, it's not against the law not to have insurance. If you don't have insurance, you're fucked. I mean, they can't turn you away. Of course not. If you go to the emergency room, they can't turn you away, but then you're going to get billed. And if you don't pay that bill, then guess what? That goes against your credit. And everybody's yelling at me, oh, HIPAA, 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 HIPAA. Bullshit. Fuck that. Once again, once again, everybody looking out for themselves instead of fucking just standing up for themselves and doing what's right. But instead, they wanted to run this government health care, which would have... It, look, look, I'm going to tell you what would have happened. If Obamacare would have gone through and what we would be practicing still yet to this day, thank God we aren't. Every insurance company in America, <clears throat> good ones, bad ones, what have you, most of them would be closed by now. Because if the government is going to offer you free insurance or insurance for like $20 a month, Compared to, and you get the golden plan, you get everything on that plan, and it's $25 a month. Compared to Blue Cross Blue Shields, and their golden plan is like, for a family, it's like $1,000 a person. So one family, it's $100 a month, and the other family, it's $1,000 a month. Which one are you going to choose? Of course you're going to choose the $100 
Now, if you have enough money, then you might choose the $1,000 one. But we're talking about $1,000 a month versus $100 a month. And that's going to close some businesses down, which means Americans will be fired. Which means more American jobs will be lost. And it's not the government's job to provide health care for us. Um, but that's where Congress didn't do their job. Congress never does their job. Congress is a wasteland. I mean, it, it, it's such a joke right now in California that that they're talking about allowing Oprah Winfrey to sit in Diane Feinstein's seat until the election because they don't want Barbara Lee to get that seat and become the face. And then that Robert Schiff or whatever the Schiff's Adam Schiff, to, who they want to put in there, but they Gavin Newsom said he's going to put a black woman in there. See what happens when you play with politics? You get fucked up instead of letting it happen, letting the people speak. Uh, I don't think I should have to pay more for being diabetic. My numbers are in check, and it's not my fault. Charge my parents more. Well, that's the price of doing business in this country. Uh, morning, ass family. Happy Friday. I'm obese. Blame my grandmother. I still got to pay more for insurance. I chew tobacco. That's on me. I got to pay more for insurance. Okay with all those things. And open it up to the entire country. But no, no, because see, the government had to get their hands in there. And it all stems from all this stuff where we look out for one or two people and go, oh, those people, they, they need their... Do you know how tired... Look, look, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little insight. I'm so tired of every time I see a story on TV... When something bad happens to somebody, a GoFundMe page is put up immediately. Now, I understand in some cases it's wonderful that they can help with the cost of things, but there's starting to be like an expectation. You know, when the when the news plays the GoFundMe page and they put the address up there and they hold it on the screen for extra long, they're trying to make you feel bad, like, hey, you need to donate to these people. Even though you ain't never met these people, you'll never know these people, and they'll probably squander this money on dope somehow. Swoosh! Good morning to you, my friend. This is Morning Ass Family. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you as well. And in a story that makes my head just spin, just fucking spin, I love the fucking brilliant, the, the, the fucking geniuses that decided that they would run with this story. I'm not mad at them. I'm, I'm mad at the Surgeon General here. Um, the Surgeon General of the United States of America says that social media is driving teen mental health crisis. Holy shit! I, I, I mean, what? Surprise, surprise! Surprise. Once again, social media is driving teen mental health crisis. Golly. You know, let, let, let me just tell you, if if I was like the 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 teacher of the Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, if I was his mentor or her mentor, I don't know what the Surgeon General is, if it's a dude or a chick. I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know Vivek. Um I would probably start brushing my teeth with a shotgun. 
for them to come out and say that social media is driving the mental health crisis in children. Well, you think? Uh, I, 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 you know, you, you know what, Swoosh, you're right. Um, yeah, that that one too, with this. Are are you are you gendering the Surgeon General? I, I maybe, I could be. I'm not sure. Murphy calls youth mental health the defining public health issue of our time. I'll stop doping them up. I'm sorry, did I say that? Did did I say that? Up to 95% of teenagers between 13 and 17 say they use social media. About a third say they're scrolling, posting, and otherwise engaged with social media in almost consistency, or consistently. One out of one Kurtz approved that method of teeth brushing. Um... This goes with, with with a rant I went on about two weeks ago about the internet. <sighs> stop being the cool parent. Just stop. It, it, let me let me let you in on a little secret. My dad was about the coolest parent you could ever have. He knew the shit that I was doing. But you know what? My dad was never cool. I love my father. I love my mother. She was a cool mom. I had I had pretty cool parents. Now, if I got caught doing something wrong, they weren't very fucking cool. But the problem is they were never cool. You will never be cool to your kids. Until your kids get to be adults. And then they can they 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 can look back and really look back on how cool you actually were. But at the time. And by the way, that's not your job. Once again, do your fucking job. Your job is to be the parent, to raise that kid. Now, you can do it coolly. You can be cool. All You don't have to be a dickhead all the time. You don't have to be a tell of the hun. You don't have to be fucking Doyle from, from Sling Blade. But when it comes to social media and the, and the internet, you know how I, I, I always say, you know, I, I feel bad for kids because when we were in, in high school, I, I loved high school. I had fun in high school. Um, we never had to worry about school shootings. And I think kids today, I think, I, I think that really sucks that they have to worry about that. But one thing that that takes away me really, really feeling that is that they have the internet, they have social media. Their lives got so much easier. Their lives got so much easier. And see, this is where I want to practice the old school way of doing shit. Writing a paper shouldn't be that easy, especially if you struggle in that department. Because you have to learn how to do it. But now you have chat GPT. You have all these things. You have the internet. You have Wikipedia. You no longer have to go to the library to do research papers. Just look it up. Why? Because we don't want kids going out because the world's a terrible place. 
Is the Surgeon General saying that kids want to be trans and having mental issues and they're blaming social media? Sounds legit to me. Uh, cool is subjective anyways. We made the boys detox off social media. Weirdly enough, their attitudes improved immensely. Oh, story to add for my ass family. No, that, the, and, and, and honestly, the internet is no place for kids. It's not. Social media. <clears throat> Let's see. Let me go on my social media page right now. Let me go to Arnie. Or just, just my regular one here. Let's see. Uh, when Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, he had two missed calls from Arn Anderson. <laughs> That's fantastic, Pete Coop. But I, I, I'm looking on here, and I mean, there's a there's an ad that B. Coop put up for, for for old Dick candy bar with Kamala Harris eating it. Now, see, kids won't understand that, and and social media is a rough place. Sometimes I look at it and I go, "Whew, my God!" And you don't need your fifteen, your sixteen-year-olds on there looking at that because they don't get half the shit. I understand to be the cool parents, you have to have your kids to have a Facebook page because all their friends have it. And if well, their friends have it, then the, then our kid feels left out because they don't have a social media page. Well, boo fucking who? I felt left out because I didn't have my own car in high school. And you know what my parents did about it? Dick. They said, go buy a car. And I was like, well, can I work then during the school year? No, you can't. That was the rule. I couldn't work until my senior year, until they knew I was going to graduate. Boo who? You got to take the bus to school. Tough shit. You know what some kid's doing right now in the Congo? Some kid is hitting a rock trying to find cobalt, and he's breathing in toxic fumes. I'll go, I'll go there rather than going to the starving kid in Africa. I'll go to the kid that is working for slave labor. Oh, you don't want to go to school today. Well, I imagine that kid in China who's sewing together your new Air Force Ones. He probably is tired of sewing his fingers together and making two pennies a day. But you see, if he doesn't go to work, they'll beat him. Boo-hoo. My oldest told me about a girl in his class that now identifies as a boy, and she's pushing up against other girls and trying to kiss her. The girl's getting accosted, and another friend pushed her, pushed the rapey bitch off her. I told my boys that this little confused bitch wants to be a man and play in manland. If you see him... Doing things you are to beat the shit out of him on site. And same way if you saw another boy doing that to a girl. Bravo. Bravo, Alicia. Not worried about your kids. Two pennies a day is a good game for him. He got a raise. Um, oh, look at there. Cowboys girl's in the house. 
Hold on a second here. We got we got to find this and just go. Uh, We're not gonna bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, good morning, ass family. Sorry I'm tardy. We're on a little mini vacation, so I slept in. No reason to apologize. Ogre says, I honestly miss the old days of being in high school and college and going to the library, looking shit up in a card catalog, finding books and magazines, using the photocopier to bring shit home and then work on it. I didn't copy and paste from Google or Wikipedia, and I didn't cheat with these AI platforms. Kids are being taught uh, to be even more stupid and dependent on a system of information dispersal instead of critical thinking and gasp doing some actual research. When I went to consumers for a couple years and the library didn't have it, I happily took the bus to Sac State's big-ass library and spent hours there. It's called learning and thinking for yourself. When I look shit up on Google now, uh, when my kids have questions, we study it together and make sure they understand it, not just blink and read shit. That's the way you got to do it. And, yes, that is the way. That is a – I got an idea here. I got an idea. Now, this is going to be a little bit old school teaching. But how about this little training method maybe for a summer for your kids? And if this works, uh, I will sell this in an infomercial. How about we live like it's like 1990? We have electricity. We have telephones. We have cars. We have restaurants we can go to. Everything's there. You know what we don't have? We don't have the Internet. And you know what? Let's strip it down to basic cable. No more streaming, no getting to watch whatever you want to watch, whenever you want to watch it. Now, granted, I love it. I love that if I want to watch something and I've got a streaming network, I can just watch it. That's fantastic. But you see, that's not how we were raised. Like, if there was a movie on TV that we had we wanted to see in, like, 1990, and we've been waiting for that movie, you know what we do? We would record it on a VCR. You kids don't know what VCRs are. They're a pain in the ass. You see, this all goes back to the TV dinner conversation I had last week. TV dinners taught us about patience. You preheat the oven. You got to sit there and wait. And then you got to cook the goddamn Swanson thing for 35 to 45 minutes, depending on how big the chicken was. Taught us patience. It taught us how to wait. Now the microwave is you just throw it in there and fucking four minutes later you got a fucking meal. How about we go back? Because what would kids do if we ran out of electricity? I mean, if we only started selling manual automatic cars, car, car theft would be down dramatically. Oh, and by the way, let's write everything in cursive and really confuse the shit out of kids. The only thing hotter than a Hot Pocket was the Hungry Man Brownie. The, uh, that, and I, I, I will go you one other, the hot apple pie they had in there. You couldn't eat that for like two days. The desserts were so in fuego, and they were so good. I'll tell you this right now. The Hungry Man Brownie, I will put that up against the old school Hungry Man Brownie. I'm talking about the old school one that you had a bake in the oven. I will put that up against any brownie in the world. Because that thing was fucking good once it cooled down. But you couldn't let it get too cool because then it got hard. That wasn't apple. That was napalm. 
We also had a look in the newspaper for movie times and look at the TV guide for our favorite show times. That brownie could keep Scrooge's office heater going for a week. Oh, man, those things were hot. But why not? Why not unplug for the summer? I, I look, I'm copywriting. I'm trademarking that right now. Unplug for the summer. Take the, look, look, look. You know how I feel about kids having cell phones to begin with. I think it's ridiculous, but I understand. Arnie, you said got hard. I did. If your kids, if you are so rampant on your kid, be like what Alicia says. They they have program phones. They have flip phones where they're not on the Internet. And by the way, every kid is going to shit their pants over this. You take the Internet away from them, maybe do this too. If they want to play any video games this summer, they have to play the old in- Nintendo because that's what we had in 1990. You had Nintendo or you had Sega. One of those two. No more computers, no more Minecraft, no more of this shit. And maybe, maybe just play outside a little bit. I know, I know, I'm, I'm speaking like an old fucking man. Well, here, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I am an old fucking man. Yep, that's why we limit our kids to one hour screen time a day, and that means any device. Oh, no, they have to be creative with Legos or draw comics or play outside. They get to be kids. See, this, this is the thing that pisses me the most off about kids. It ain't the fact that they got the shit that we didn't get. It's the fact that they're squandering what could be the greatest time of their life. And by greatest time of their life, I mean, this is the one time in your life, and I want you to think about this, you really didn't have any responsibilities. It, it, especially like right now, because I know schools are ending all over the country right now. I want you to think about your last day, maybe not in high school because your new responsibilities were going to start. How about your last day of seventh or eighth grade? Seventh grade. Let's go seventh grade. Your last day of seventh grade. When that final bell rung, you knew that you were free. You didn't have any, maybe you have some chores to do around the house. Maybe you got to cut the lawn once a week. Empty the trash. But you don't have a job. You can sleep in. You can stay up late. You remember that feeling? The world was at your fingertips. If you went out on, uh, you you could go to the lake with your friends and hang out all day. See, kids today, they'll just stay in. They'll play on the computers. They don't do the cool shit anymore. They don't be kids anymore. They're not them. They think they have these responsibilities, and they're bowing down to the lords of Facebook, and they have to check that every two minutes. It's up to you, the mom and dad, to allow them to be kids again. There's some dirt, there's a towel and a stick. Go have fun outside. Nope, I had summer jobs, never got to do that stuff, LOL. Well, I mean, that's mainly because you're, you know. See, I I mean, over here, I mean, I I know that y'all were working over there early on. I mean, shit, there's no comparison to them two. 
All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. we got a funny story about Jill Biden, uh, the idiot that she is coming up next. 80s week continues and ends today. I hope what you like. I, I hope you like what I've got in store for you. So here you go.
Kenny Loggins was the soundtrack master. Then Randy Newman just fucking blew it. Gold, that's good hearing on your part. He says, sounds like a cover band doing the autograph song. Still rocks, though. That is actually still autograph, but it was re-recorded 
and put on an album in like 2015, and that's the only version that's available, like where I go to get it. Um, but the autograph song "Turn Up the Radio" was one of my all-time favorite songs. I just I, th- this whole lick. I mean, this right, this was this shit gets you going. I love that song. It's a shame that band didn't have better songs. I mean, they are the... Boy, I tell you what, there's a Mount Rushmore we could maybe do. The the really greatest one-hit wonders, because I put it between, in rock and roll especially, um, this to me, that one, Turn Up the Radio, is one of the best. And then you have this song right here. Seven Mary Three was a great band. They had two songs. I, I know they had River's Edge, and that song wasn't quite as cool as Cumbersome. I might work on that this weekend. I I, I might put some work into that uh, this weekend, just for you guys. Why? Because I love you so very much. He's fantastic. Yeah, Thank you. yeah just a great guy. I am. Yeah. Really, uh, very very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. You stop mm-hmm. it. And really enjoyed being with him. Well, yeah. thank you. You're out, and good morning to you. She says, "I just woke up. Got to love four day weekends. Happy Friday. Well, happy Friday to you as well." Um, I promise you the story about Jill Biden. Well, Jill Biden. He, I have not watched this yet, but I've I've heard it's pretty funny. Um. Let's just, we'll, we'll play this out here. Let's just play this out. Oh, wait. It's not playing out. Why am I not getting anything? I don't hear anything. Okay, it's okay if the ad doesn't play. Okay, I'll hit that. And as I've traveled around the country, I've visited red states and blue states, and I found that the common values that unite us are deeper than our divisions. And... Um, I thought you might clap for that. <laughs> the first lady has to ask for applause? What the what the shit was that? What what did I just see? I I, I mean honestly, is she as dumb as the president? Around the country. I've visited red states and blue states, and I found that the common values that unite us are deeper than our divisions. And um, I thought you might clap for that. Wow. To ask for applause? Oh, Jill, not since, not since. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> she found that the common values are breakfast tacos. What a stupid son of a bitchette. Um, does this not just go to... Uh, Further, how much America hates this family now? 
I mean, I, I, seriously, like uh, CNN reported yesterday that that Joe Biden's approval ratings are so low. I mean, I, I'm not even going to do the Johnny Carson. How low are they? I mean, I mean, he's lowering the rattlesnake's belly in the mud. And nobody is ever like Jill. Jill's just a fucking. I I think Jill is high most of the time. I honestly do. I think she became a doctor so she could write herself prescriptions. I mean, she she doesn't seem coherent most of the time. Is she going to take over for Betty Ford? Is she going to start a rehab clinic, the the Jill Biden fucking rehab clinic? That's like telling a joke and saying that is a, it, it, it's a joke. Yeah, that's where you're supposed to laugh. Can you imagine a stand-up comedian doing a joke on there going, well, that's where you're supposed to laugh right there. Oh, my God. Stop putting her out there, too. Look, put the both of them in a room somewhere and just lock them away. Bring them out to wave to the television, you know, and shake hands with the... The, the, the admirals and stuff like that, dignitaries from around the world. You can have your little state dinners at these big state fancy dinners. They have, like, they, they, the king of Ghana comes there. You know, he's got robes on that are made of lion. And he walks in, and they have, like, you know, Ghanese food, except Joe Biden. Joe Biden's got SpaghettiOs. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine they're serving, they're serving like a 10-course meal at the White House and all 10 courses for Joe or SpaghettiOs? And Joe is such an asshole. This is how, this is how fucking much of an asshole Joe is. The chef would come out. I, I, I've got to eat at one of these fancy places one time. I, well, the place in Sacramento. Is it called the kitchen or something like that? I I I, I think that's what it's called, the kitchen. Now, I didn't pay for it. It was like a $300 dinner per person. I had some friends that took me there. They thought I'd enjoy it. And, and it, was a, it was a very neat experience to say I've experienced it, but that's just not for me. So what happens is they bring you out like 58 different things. I think ours was like a, an 11-course meal. And... I'd be high most of the time if I were, insert sarcasm here. <laughs> um, and they, they, the chef comes out and he tells you what they've created, where they've got, where they've sourced the beef and all this kind of stuff. And I imagine that kind of shit happens at the White House when the King of Ghana shows up, you know, the flowing robes of lions and things like that. They're throwing the, pe- the, 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 the rose petals down on the ground so they can walk on them. Chef comes out after every, oh, this is a, you know, this is a, a part of the hippo that, that, that's underused. So we're going to be serving, you know, hippo flank steaks um, with these wonderfully sourced African potatoes that can actually bite you back. They, you, you have to cook them a certain way, otherwise they will actually bite you. And he's telling everybody about this, now they sourced it and everything. And then once the chef goes away and everybody applauds and the chef walks away, Joe stands up and goes, I got SpaghettiOs. All ten courses. I got SpaghettiOs. Ooh, they put Parmesan on it this time. 
Don't even try. Like, you've never done that. Don't, don't even try, motherfuckers. Mm-mm. I know that when y'all have gotten SpaghettiOs in the past, y'all put some Parmesan cheese on there. I know it. Don't even try. Hell, some of y'all probably did like me, put yellow cheese on there and found out that was a bad move. No wonder why the old bastard sharts himself all the time. So there you go. Jill, Jill Biden falls on her face in front of the world fantastically. There you go. Hippo steak with a nice pickle tartare. I'm having SpaghettiOs. With a potato that can bite you back. I don't know how my brain works sometimes. I don't know where these words come from. I really, really don't. Um, All right. These next two stories, uh, well, first one I'm going to have fun with. But the second one I'm not going to have fun with because this is just making the problem even worse. First one is Elon Musk's brain chip company, Neuralink. Gets FDA approval to start human trials that could help treat autism or obesity. Uh, hey, Elon, I, I hate to tell you, but Ozempic's got to jump on you on the whole fucking obesity thing. Um, Elon just simply tweeted, congratulations to the team after the announcement. This is why I believe that Elon Musk is a Bond villain. Now, we all know that George Soros is the most out there Bond villain, you see. But this is what makes Elon such a crafty, great villain. Is that we think that Elon's here to help us. You see, he's one of us. He's a regular guy. He wants to make the world good again. He he believes in free speech and all this kind of stuff. George Soros, he's a rich man. He's rich. He's bad, which he is really bad. I'm not going to deny that. But anybody who wants to insert chips into people's brains, no. No. I'm going to tell you this why. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because I do believe there's a feature that Teslas all have. God, I, I swear to God, I hate seeing Teslas on the road. I want to wreck every single one of them, but I don't want my insurance to go up. But isn't it true that, like, Tesla, the company, can just shut your car off? Isn't that true? They, 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 at the factory, they got it, and they go, whoop, little, 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 little sweep of the, the screen there. Okay, that car's turned off. What's going to stop them from doing that with the chips? Let's say, let's say, let's say, let's say. You go get one of these chips installed in your brain. All right? And, well, lo and behold, you've fallen on some tough times. Obviously, you got a chip in your brain. And you can't pay the chip bill. What happens? I mean, if you can't pay for a Tesla, they come and they, they, they take it back. They repossess it. What do they do with the chip? They turn it off? Does that turn your brain off? Do they come and they, they get a pair of pliers and they dig in your brain and take it out? Just asking. Jicklin, Joe licks it clean and wears it on his finger. 
Joe goes to an eight-year-old, shows the SpaghettiO rings, and asks if he wants to have some SpaghettiOs if she gets it. Chips and people is the sign of the devil, according to the Bible. I would trust that shit. Zombie mode assassin activated. Yeah, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Everybody thinks Elon's got all this wonderful. And, and look here, Elon, if you're listening right now, please don't rub me out. Please, please, please don't, don't green light me. If I'm exposing the truth, I'll shut up. Just hey, first do it like regular villains do it and try to pay me off. I will accept a payoff to shut up about this. <laughs> yes, that was in the book of Silicon, chapter 5, verse 18. <laughs> that must be that wacky Mormon edition. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't want any part of this. I might be obese, but I am not putting a chip in my head. No. No, 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 no. Well, Arnie, what if it... No, no, there's a chip in my head. No. But Arnie, it'll make you smarter. No, it won't. It'll turn me into a fucking Terminator. The Mormon edition is in the book of underwear. The device could help numerous conditions, from obesity to autism. How about it fixes stupidity? Hey, here's an idea. You want to put a chip in somebody's brain? Okay, here, here you go. How about that chip then unlocks the other, I don't know, 88% of the brain that we don't use? Dude, that thing's as big as a nickel. I know it's going to be in there. Am I going to be able to go through a fucking... Uh, 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 an airport fucking metal detector now? I got a chip in my brain. By the way, by, and, and, and by the way, if it's all online and stuff, what if it gets hacked? City of Dallas right now. City of Dallas. The fourth, fifth biggest city in America is in the midst of a three-week ransomware um, attack. Three weeks. It has fucked up a lot of shit in the city of Dallas. And this is a city that protects millions of people. And they can hack into that. You don't think they're going to be able to hack into Elon and his brain chip? I don't put anything past those people. And they hack into that and they turn you into some kind of crazed killer? Mm -mm, I don't want no part of that. You get some old, disgruntled employee from Tesla that helped build these chips. Look, we've all seen the movie a million times. Uh, uh, for, for, for reference, we'll use Under Siege Part 2. Where the guy who was fucking shooting a laser beam from space that created earthquakes. That was a kick-ass weapon, too, by the way. He was a disgruntled government employee that they tried to kill. They didn't kill him, so what did he do? He took it back, and he took it out against them. What happens then? Get some guy, some some nerdy hacker that's upset at the world because, well, the high school prom queen didn't want to go out with him because he was a dork. He finds out the high school prom queen now is, you know, still hot and he's still in love with her. She's got a chip in her brain. 
So he engineers it to where she falls in love with him and he's happy, but then he understands he can control everything. I've written this movie already. I mean, this is a this is a blockbuster hit here. If video stores were around, this would be every fucking employee's recommendation. Name a movie, Brain Chip Bad. I, I, don't, I haven't really thought of the title. I, I'm, I'm developing the story more now. I, I, I can live something like that. Live free, die hard. Another discounted government employee who acts. Exactly. We've seen it happen. Oh, Arnie, those are just movies. Uh-huh. Okay. Kind of like a movie where, you know, I don't know, some terrorists get hold of a plane and they fly it into a building. That'll never happen. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. My my, my, my bad. Whoops-a-daisy. No, no, no. Nobody would be so upset at the, the federal government that they would... They would pack a moving truck full of ammonia nitrate and, and park it in front of the IRS building in Oklahoma City where there are children there and, and blow it up. I mean, that would never happen. That's a movie. Arnie, did you get the tranny breastfeeding story I sent you yesterday? I did, and I, I saw it. <coughs> it's more gross than anything, and I appreciate it. I, I do have a story about what could be leading to this even more. Um, But there's a story out there that this fucking transgender, this man, biological male. You know what? Let's let's start to refer to him that that because because that's a put down. I think for them, it's a put down to be called a biological male. So I'm going to call them biological males. We're men. See us that don't have this fucking problem that think we're something that we're not. We're men. Okay, and these biological males that are, are turning into gals. The dude is taking some kind of drugs, and he got a breast pump and allegedly squoes out some kind of fucking nasty-looking shit. Honestly, it, it I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to gross y'all out, but like when you see those tattoo videos go wrong, and the tattoo gets infected, and they have to like squeeze out all the pus, that's what it looks like. It looks like pus. It's fucking disgusting. But now... A Japanese research company. Thanks, Mage. Be sure to call your people and tell them I said thanks, and... Slides off limits to ching-chongs. Japanese researchers are on the cusp of creating human eggs and sperm that can grow in a fake womb. Growing human babies from scratch in a lab could be possible in just five years thanks to a new research breakthrough in Japan. Professor Kadeshiko Haishai, Japanese science at Kyushu University, who uh, allegedly figured out the process of mice, believes he's just in five years away from replicating the same result with humans. But, of course, there are ethical concerns. Can, can, Can we just... You know, there's practicing medicine, and then there's playing God. And a lot of people say, well, there, there, there's, there's no in-between. It's all the same. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. 
practicing medicine tries to make you healthy. Okay? If you want to know my, this is my belief system. I believe that my higher power, whatever my higher power was, was created medicine to keep humans healthy because he knew the world is a dirty place and people will get sick. I don't think that creating things in a lab so you can procreate is necessarily practicing medicine more than playing God. Uh, test tube babies are real. Yes, but test tube babies need the semen, I believe, or an egg, and that's how they're born. These are going to be manufactured straight in a lab. I mean, there won't be a need for guys going to the, you know, the, the clinic anymore and getting paid 50 bucks a shot for, if they can make it all there, and they can make a fake egg, they can make fake sperm. That's not a test tube baby. That's a fake baby. That is fucking crazy, and I don't know him. <laughs> Boy, you answered my next question. Uh, damn Ching Chong's leave childbirth alone. This is my just my two cents. I look. I, I understand that for a lot of women, it's it's horrible that they can't have babies, and it 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 wrecks them and it kills them. I I understand that, and. But this fake stuff you're using, how is that going to grow? Uh, we, we have no, like, like you want to do this? You, you do this in a lab in a controlled setting to where the kid grows up, and if he's got, like, fucking laser beam eyes, we get rid of him immediately. I mean, either we, we he has laser beam eyes and, and we steal him for America and make him Superman and end all the world's problems, or we just we, we, we just take the chip out of that kid. I got to tell you, I'm so happy, so happy that most of my life is over. God damn. I don't want to see what you people produce in this world next. So all these babies will all be born soulless gingers. I'm not sure. I, here's the thing. I'm betting, I'm betting that the further this goes, you'll be able to pick and choose exactly what you want in your baby. And I imagine they will they will try to give you all this, no birth defects, no allergies ever for them the rest of their life. They're going to be healthy. They'll live to be a thousand years old. This sounds like a plot line for the boys. The last kid with laser eyes grew up to be Homelander. Not sure I want more running around. Amen to that. Homelander's kid's a little fucked hard too. He got them laser laser beam eyes. I think laser beam eyes in a child is a bad move. Yeah, you can quote me on that. But pretty soon you'll be able to, once they figure this thing out, you'll be able to pick and choose what their hair color is. Whether they're right-handed or left-handed. I mean, we're building human beings here. That's not playing with fire. I don't know what is. See the movie Gattaca about genetic changes and what happens to society. It's rather haunting. Amen to that. These kids all will have a defect. Their favorite musician is Adele. God damn it. 
When I say that the name Adele, what comes to mind? This is what puts them in, in, in kill mode. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after no. all these years you'd no. like to meet. Arnie's quote of the day, kids with laser beam eyes are bad. Yeah, well, I, I, I said it. I did say that, yes. Uh, CA says, just like ordering a pizza. There you go. And by the way, by the way, let's all gather close around, shall we? Because we're all older. And we see what the younger generation is doing, especially with the kids that they're having at such young ages. Because a kid has now turned into an accessory. You remember how dogs were the accessories for the elite, the rich, for the longest time? Like, like You know, Paris Hilton couldn't go anywhere without her little chihuahua, even though it was a stupid dog. That's what babies are now. And once they aren't cute, once they are, once they start talking and walking, and they're not as cute little babies anymore, you see the parents kind of just shrug them away. When, when when Paris Hilton's fucking Chihuahua got old and shitty, she just kept that shit at home. You're gonna do the same thing to the laser beam eye kids because he's probably gonna shoot you with a laser beam. Oh, and by the way, by the way, ooh, good. More population for the world. Just what we need. By the way, you could probably genetically, you know, have them born with no sense of genitalia to where we could truly have a non-binary thing. Uh, if you can geni- genetically enhance these kids, think about uh, how good Major League Baseball will be. No shit. I wonder what Pastor Locke would say about laser beam eyes. Well, yeah, I, I think he would say, um... That is full-blown witchcraft! Mm-hmm. It's witchcraft! I said it. I said I said it! That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Mm-hmm. This town full of witches. Yeah. Uh, we ain't just talking about no uh, Salem, Oregon. We talking about some witches all over the place. Waffle House witches, Cracker Barrel witches, man and woman witches, Mm -hmm. church-going witches. I I, I hear you. I hear you. When they use their laser beam eyes, does Frankie Frankie go to Hollywood play? That's funny. What's the return policy for one of these kids, right? I mean, are they killable? I mean, it, it, if they're not killable, then I, I, I see this as a wonderful soldier that we could use for the United States military. We're genetically engineering fucking Terminators. And we got brain chips to go. I, I, I keep telling you this AI shit, man. Skynet is real, people. Skynet is real. Now, for all you parents out there that have regular kids, that normal kids, um, boy, oh boy, the city of Chicago, I, I, I don't know how anybody still lives there. Meghan Markle claims she was objectified on deal or no deal. Of course she was. She was a fucking model holding a briefcase. That's the definition of uh, objectifying. You knew what the role was, stupid. God, I hate stupid people. 
I mean, really, I do not like them. Chicago area parents are voicing their outrage over public schools now allowing illegal migrant children to enroll without health documentation. That's right. In a school district just a year and a half ago where your kids couldn't go to school unless they got the coronavirus vaccine and other vaccinations to be able to go to school, along with medical records to go to public school. Now these illegals have come here and said, hey, the schools are open to you. You don't speak any English? No fucking problem Since Skynet is the internet, according to Terminator 3, then it wouldn't be a surprise that AI is behind ransomware attacks to fuck with us. You make a great point. What what's happened to us? Have we all been become too scared of being called names? I ask that because if this would have happened 25 years ago, parents would be outraged and they'd be talking about it and they'd be out at the, at the, the student, at the parent meetings, school board meetings, and they would have this shit shut down. But have we become so scared that people are going to call us names like racist because we don't want these? It has nothing to do, first of all, with them being illegal immigrants. I haven't even gotten to that point yet. But you're going to welcome them into a school where your kids had to get vaccinated and, and all this bullshit, and they ain't got shit, and they come from a third world country? Are you fucking serious? Why aren't more people standing up like these Chicago parents? I'm saying no to this. No, 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 no. We'll get to the illegal immigrant part secondly. But let's talk about this part where nobody has, and, and, and this, if you're against vaccinations, fine. If you're for vaccinations, fine. I don't care. That's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about this unfair playing field that we're giving a lot of people now in this country. A lot of people who don't deserve it, first of all. We're, we're giving them all this shit. We're, we're allowing illegal aliens to come to this country and bring their children here illegally. And then we're going to reward them with giving them a free education. Because none of these motherfuckers own property, so they ain't paying no property tax, so their kids are going to school for free. You know what that's called in the real world? That's called being a sucker. None of those kids are going to come back and do what's right for this country. None of those kids are going to come. They're going to go out there, and they're going to fucking try to be their best, try to make money the, the way they can. Some of them will get legitimate jobs. Some won't. I don't care. But it's bullshit. When we start protecting classes of people, instead of protecting the one class of people in this country we should protect, and that's Americans. But, see, we put that to the side because it's more important to have fucking 
uh, this acceptance, this inclusivity. I've been wanting to talk about this part all morning. We talked about this target uh, charade going on right now. I've never had a problem with Target selling their pride shit, okay? I don't care that some devil worshiper is making half of the product. I, I don't care about that, okay? Why? Because it's been going on for uh, for quite some time. Target's been selling this shit, and I told you when they started selling this shit a long time ago, all this pride-friendly stuff. And look, I don't care if you're gay. I mean, I, I don't wear a shirt around saying I'm straight. I don't understand it. I, I I don't get it. Why you've been accepted in society? Why do you need to rub it in our face? Okay. But they're a protected class of people, especially the transgender community. I want you to think about what would happen to somebody in a real life setting. Now, finally, something is being done. But when you steal a three thousand dollar suitcase. And it's full of designer clothes. So you're looking at, first of all, the suitcase alone is a felony to steal it. And you stole it from an airport, which is a federal crime. And all you get is a, 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 a tiny fine. And you got a tiny fine because you're a transgender. Now they, they, that it's happened a third time, Sam Brinton, the former nuclear czar of Biden's cabinet or whatever, Happened for a third time, he's in jail now. And they try to make it a big deal that he's in a men's jail. Well, he's a man. He should go to a men's jail. Hey, look, man, I don't care. I don't care where you take it. I don't care. I don't, I don't care where you put it. If you got the twig and berries, you're going to the big boy prison. If you got a hoo-ha, you're going to the big girl prison. The end. And if you're one of these fucking I identify as, shut the fuck up. You identify as a felon. That's why you're going to prison. It's the only thing you should be able to identify as. I'm a felon. I mean, we talked about it on the show. We talked about it when it first happened, and then we talked about it seven months later when we fucking saw it, when they allowed these transgendered men, these these biological males, to go to women's prisons. What happened? Oh, man, the rape numbers spiked and the pregnancy spiked. It's kind of like testicle injuries in girls' sports, how testicle injuries have risen dramatically in girls' sports in the last year and a half. I'm not saying a guard has never gotten a broad pregnant in a women's prison. I'm not saying that at all. But not to the numbers of this. And yet we all just fucking look around and go, oh, well, we got to protect them because they're marginalized. They use all these wonderful words like they're marginalized. Uh, they, they, they don't have a lot of representation. Well, they don't have a lot of representation because there's only 1% of the fuckers. Of course they're not going to have a lot of representations. They are the minority of the minority. Next. I'm not saying that we should enslave them, that we, should, we, we, we shouldn't treat them different than any other American. And we sure as shit shouldn't be fucking bowing down to them. Because we shouldn't bow down to anybody in this country. I thought we were all created equally. But I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. All right, enough serious stuff. 
All right. All right. No, no, enough of this stuff. Let, let, let's have some fun. Why not steal? Half of the Ten Commandments are pretty much ignored. Honoring parents. Yeah, right. Parents don't mean shit to kids anymore. There's a government to parent. Coveting. That's called equity. Uh, bearing false witness. Racism or bigotry or colonial language. Sports on Sunday. So much for keeping that sacred. So the natural progression is theft, and nobody wants to prosecute or convict for theft anymore. Brilliant statement. What's next? That's why we don't answer that question. All right. We had another embarrassing embarrassment happen on the level of a sports announcer. No. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Oh, I sent you a question. Okay, let's see. Let's see what this question is. We have to. We have to do this. Hold on a second, real fast. Like, and go all down here. All right, I have a question. We have a program serving high school students. If you found out from a parent that a teacher posted on social media that they should get paid to do some shit on Pornhub, do you let said teacher go when parents find out and complain to you? It's a part-time summer gig. It's fine for discussing on the air. Okay, so we have a program serving high school students. If you found out from a parent that a teacher posted social media that they do they should get paid to do some shit on Pornhub. Um man, so so what you're asking then is if a pe- teacher wants to even now is is it specifically Pornhub? Or can it be OnlyFans, too? You have a teacher that's willing to put, do you let them go? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see. I look at it this way. You're asking me. We, we can talk. Ogre says, teacher, bye-bye, no, no porn. Period. Um, I, I really want to word this correctly. Um, and I, I know that we don't look this way anymore. And I like to answer questions based on what I feel like and what I was raised. We used to look at, at teachers as um, authority figures. We looked at them as as, um, as someone that we could trust, someone we could look up to, for the most part. I mean, there were teachers that we didn't like, but but they were they were higher than us in the, in the ranks of society as kids. Now, if a parent, or if a teacher decides that they're going to go on Pornhub and make a little extra money during the summer. You are ripping away at that whole basis of you're looking up to somebody. Not a lot of people look up to porn stars. Surprisingly, I I round care what she did on the side. There's a morality clause for teachers, anything they can do to be tied to the schools. Um, I wouldn't care what she did on the side. Hmm. 
get it. I just, I, I, I think. Here's what I think. I, I, I think you're asking for a lot of trouble. If porn is okay, then bring on pedophilia drag shows. Um. Yeah, I, I, I see a real problem with it. I, 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 I do. I mean, I, I just because kids find out. See, that's the whole thing. The, the, the idea that you're going to do something and the kids aren't going to find out. The kids aren't going to find out. The kids are going to find out. Okay? They're going to find out. If this was, if, if this was like 1984 and a teacher during the summer wanted to go make porn, I, I think that you could kind of go, okay, well, we know what they're doing. Hopefully they don't find That would be harder to find out. But now that with the Internet and with everything, hmm. I think it just ref- and and look here, I'm not telling everybody how to feel. I'm not telling anybody how to feel. I'm telling you how I feel. I think it's a bad move because when the kids find out, and all it's going to take is one. Oh, Arnie, how could they find out? Okay, how could they find out? Well, kid goes onto his dad's computer. Dad. You know, hey, dad's a regular dad. He goes on Pornhub. He wants to fucking wank one out. He sees some uh, a hot teacher. And goddamn, if he finds out he knows this hot teacher, he's definitely fucking ranking one out to that. And lo and behold, doesn't quite clear his history enough. And the kid goes on there, sees that, and sees that it's Miss Smith. And she's a porn star. First thing he does is he fucking sends that link to a friend of his at that school. And then that link goes viral and everything. And every kid in that school finds out. Then what happens? I just think it's a bad look. It's a bad look for the school. I'm not going to say it. And that's all I'll say. I think it's a bad look for the school. You can say that she can do it. And probably wouldn't be at my school. Uh, let's see. Uh, these kids found out about the porn becomes normalized, so the kids will think it's perfectly okay, do it themselves, so it opens up the floodgates to any other behavior that becomes normalized. So what does that make you for watching porn? A normal human being? I'm not, I'm not making it. She's not watching it. She's making it. I don't make porn. I, it, it, and like I said, if, if you don't have a problem with it, then no problem. Good for you. I, I think that there are going to be a lot of parents that have problems with this school that the teacher's a porn star. But that's just me. All right. Uh, see, I, I, I thought we were going to have fun, but no, of course not. Arise, we, we can't have fun thanks to Arise. Kidding. Um, all right, here we go. An ESPN announcer, Tom Hart, suffered an unfortunate slip of the tongue Wednesday night at a baseball game between Vanderbilt and Auburn. And here we go. We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid-80s. Now, now. It just so happens that there's a black player at bat when he says, 
We can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. I know it's after. Is that as egregious as? We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Oof. Yeah, the Glen Kuiper's still a lot worse, but has this guy been fired yet? Let me see here. Um, you can't turn the black cock black, he said. Um, his partner didn't help him out by going, oh. Um, his error comes after the a- A's thing. Um, they haven't said what they're going to do with him yet. They're They're looking into the incident. When are we going to ban white people from broadcasting, right? I mean... Fucking white people. I mean, seriously, they got to ruin it for everybody? Jeez. Good Lord. Now, something came out yesterday, and it's a rational word. It's just a spoonerism and a bad coincidence. Now we don't live in a rational world, so sorry. He's fired or suspended with racial sensitivity training. Um, on a, I I don't know what show he was on. Um, oh, he was speaking the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani, the Hulkster brother. Hulk Hogan came out and said that Shane, first of all, he said that Shane McMahon called him a few months ago because he wanted to be part of WrestleMania. Hogan said he had back problems and, and declined the invitation, dot, 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 for now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. There is a possible chance, because the Hulkster mentioned this as well. Now, now, uh, V. Coop, I, I, I agree with you that the, the Hulkster is a liar. But the Hulkster has come out and said, next year at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 40, he is willing to get back in the ring. Because he wants a retirement match. And there is only one man that he will face. Now, if you're wondering, yes, I'm quite a... I'm, I'm... so excited possibly about this um, because I am a wrestling fan and I'm a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. <laughs> Hulk and Stone Cold in the Fuck My Back Hurts match. Maybe Hulk can work with Glenn Kuyper and say more racial slurs. Well, let, let, let's just see. I've been watching Stone Cold Steve Austin's show on Discovery uh, where he's, you know, taking on weird challenges. Fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin's probably in the best shape of his life. I mean, his, his arms are jacked. He's got almost Scott Steiner-esque arms now. And the Hulkster is saying if he gets a year to train and get ready for this at WrestleMania, all I know is that I would hear this. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. Oh, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. WrestleMania 40, the main event's been announced. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the match we've always wanted. I don't care that one's almost 70 and one's almost 60. I don't care. 
John Moxley heard the news and bled. <laughs> I can't stand Hulk Hogan. I think Hulk Hogan is one of the biggest pieces of trash working today or alive today. To me, he has tainted his Hulkamania reputation back in the day of prayers, vitamins, all that kind of bullshit. He's a piece of trash. And do I want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin whip that? Oh, hell yeah. Maybe get Ric Flair to referee. Now, here's the reason why this match will never happen. I'm going to tell you why right now. It's because Hulk Hogan's ego. There should only be one winner of this match. There should only be one outcome. And that is Stone Cold Steve Austin whoops that monkey ass. But Hulk Hogan, who's always had creative control of his career, will insist that he wins his retirement match. And I got, I, I'm calling all kind of bullshit on that due to the fact, and this is my main reason to call bullshit, the Hulk Hogan leg drop is the worst finishing move known to mankind. The end. Ooh, a leg drop knocks me out. If there are enough living members of the NWO still around, they'd come down, interfere, and spray to him paint NWO paint on Hulk and Stone Cold. You get Scott Steiner, he can he can wheel himself down there. Kevin Nash, X Pac. I think Ray Mysterio was in the NWO for a little while. He'll come down there. The Khalil Karate Chop was worse. Now you know, no, it wasn't. I'm I'm just gonna say no. There was nothing worse than the Hulk Hogan leg drop. Oh, the thumb spike is fantastic. If the Oriental spike is done correctly, like Killer Khan and Terry Gordy did it, see, the way Solo Sokoa does it sucks. See, the, the Oriental spike, let, 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 let me break this down real quick for you. Killer Khan used this move in World Class Championship Wrestling and taught it to Terry Gordy. Terry Gordy, you sons of bitches, and I'm going to talk like this, and I'm going to use our Orientals. And they called it the Oriental Spike. Not racist whatsoever. And it is you take your, your thumb, and you tape it up to where your thumb is always up, giving the, you know, the thumbs up, and you just jam that right in the carotid artery, and you hold it there. It, 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 it's like a really, really painful sleeper hold. Not this bullshit that Solo Sokoa, he hits him with it in the thumb, and he goes down. The leg drop, he always landed when his knee bent. No leg hit anybody on the face. It was terrible. And Hulk's defense, the leg drop, is a follow-up to the boot in the face and the Hulkamania spasming adrenaline rush and subsequent U finger point slaps energy from his opponent. Well, I will keep you updated on this hopeful WrestleMania uh, happening. I don't think it happens. I... I you know, there was a lot of talk that Steve Austin was going to be on uh, this year's WrestleMania, and he wasn't. Um, I, I'm not holding my breath for next year. I mean, I, I think it'd be great if he was at WrestleMania 40, but, you know, the, sadly, the WWE still, for some reason, doesn't listen to me. I don't know why. I'm a knowledgeable wrestling fan. I've been watching since, oh, Santino Marcellus Cobra was more legit than the leg drop. 
Santini, that guy needs to be in the Hall of Fame. That guy was fucking phenomenal with his cobra poke and how he mispronounced people's names, John Chena. Oh, that guy made me fucking weep. He was so great. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Two from the Violent Femmes, and, and, and I broke it up because I love those two songs. I could not choose just one Violent Femmes song to play for the 80s. I'm sorry, I couldn't. And honestly, only playing one Dead or Alive song for the 80s was tough. And You're Out loved it. She says, here we go. Bang, bang, bang. I love it. Now, this guy definitely doesn't quite define himself as his birth gender. The lead singer of Dead or Alive, he had so many plastic surgeries to try and look like a woman. He ended up dying from complications about three years ago. Three or four years ago, I think it was. But, yeah. And I tell you what, I I don't know if I'd ever go see either one of those bands in concert back in the day because there have been some weird people at those shows. But, man, oh, man. I I love the Violent Femmes. Mainly those. I only know those two songs. I should look into their library more. But those are two of my all-time favorite 80s songs right there. So there you go. 80s week coming to an end. Uh, We'll do more themed weeks. Next week, we'll just go back to regular music. Uh, We did two weeks' worth here uh, of 80s. So we'll we'll take a little break, and then we'll suggest what we go to next. He died? How did I not know this? I know everything. You didn't know that? Yeah, lead singer, dead or alive. He died. uh, I want to say it was in your... Hold on a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me school you. Let's see. Go to this. Let's see. Lead singer of 
dead or alive. Peter Burns. Uh, he died in October 2016. Um, let's see. Uh, front man dies at age 57. He looks like a total woman. Um, he died of cardiac arrest at 57. Uh, Burns rose to a flame in 80 by a hit song, You Spin Me Round. Statement released by his partner, Michael Simpson, his ex-wife, Lynn Corrette, says manager and former band member. Yeah, he had a bunch of different plastic surgeries. And, uh, yeah, Peter Burns died of uh, cardiac arrest. So there you go. Now, see, I, look at that. See, once again. And now I, I feel really good about that one because that's your out that I got with that one. And I got I, I got to say I'm pretty proud of that one that that I'm able to play, especially for '80s music. I feel like I did my job. Uh, oh, I was going through hell back then, so that track. So there you go, there you go. But see, I helped you. I helped you there. Now we have to do a special moment of applause for the fine people of London, England. Arnie, have you played the one Wham song yet? I did not play any Wham songs. Damn it to hell. I mean, the one Wham song. Hold on a second here. I'm not going to play. I'll play like the beginning of it. Let's see. Wham. H is before I, stupid. So we, we, we've got, oh, well, this would be the one here. This would be the Wham song. I'm not going to play Careless Whisper. Yeah, I can see why people hated that band. Um, All right, climate protesters in the UK decided they were going to block traffic. Grinding the city to a halt. The idiots in the group Just Stop Oil. On a side note. If you're a member of the group Just Stop Oil, do you need to take time out of the day to realize just how stupid you are? I'm just wondering. Just Stop Oil. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, These people, before I get to what they are, let, let, let me explain the stupidity of this. Just Stop Oil. So how do you plan on heating your houses? You're going to be cutting down all those trees? think the environmentalists are going to be upset about that. They cut so many trees down. Oh, and by the way, it's way more expensive, and it burns fucking worse. Uh, hacked into a medical database and found out Michael J. Fox was perfectly healthy until his vinyl of Wake Me Up got stuck on the line. Jitterbug, and before he knew it would happen, he got Parkinson's. Terrible. Um, uh, anything that you have that's plastic... Anything at all that you have that's plastic, you have to get rid of it immediately. Well, plastic is made out of oil, so but but the group is just stop oil. They they didn't say just you know limit oil. They want to stop it. So uh, you ain't gonna be able to drive your cars either. I mean I mean that that's the easy one. But but the you're not gonna be able to put things in cars because cars have plastic in them. Your homes have plastic in them. So you don't want to heat your house, and you don't want plastic anymore. Anything else? Uh, oh, oh you, you don't want to drive, obviously. You don't want transportation. 
Ogre says, adios familia. Have a great Freakas Day and safe Memorial Day and good thoughts to those families with service members who have passed on. Well, thank you very much there, Ogre. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend, and please do remember, this is not the weekend to thank a vet. This is the weekend to remember the vets. This is the, the weekend to pay homage to them, the ones that have fallen on the battlefield. Um, anyway, getting back to this stupid protest of Just Stop Oil, Several members marched across the city, aiming to disrupt traffic. Protesters occurred at a number of bridges, including the Tower and the London Bridge. The the protest reiterated the group's demands for Britain to immediately stop all new oil and gas. Now, I'm looking at one of these morons, and lo and behold, they have a pair of tennis shoes on. Well, they can't have those on anymore. No, 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 no. No, souls are made out of rubber, and rubber's made out of plastic. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I know it hurts, doesn't it? Anyway, the people that we're applauding are the people who said enough is enough, and a protester got fucking just lollygagged. I mean, he just got polywopped by somebody who was just trying to get to work. He got pushed over. He got knocked to the ground. People are and, and now people are fighting back. And I say, fucking cheerio to you. These people out of the middle of the fucking street. You can't protest in the middle of the fucking street. Tony is right now. Fucking hey, just rev up the engine and drive. They're the assholes playing in the streets. Can can we can, once again can can we all just come around and, and act like adults instead of fucking making people late to work, making people you know maybe maybe you cause somebody to get fired because they've been late before and now they were early and now you're protesting and you stop traffic and now they're late and they they get two times and that's it. Good job, idiot. You want to protest on a corner? You want to you want to pour shit all over yourself? You want you want to do all that kind of stupid shit? And by the way, nobody's paying attention to you except your little fringe group. And by the way, half of your little fringe group, they don't really believe in what you're protesting. I I I hate to I, See, this is what I hate about being so truthful on this show is I got I got to tell you the truth. Half the people in that group really don't care. They just want to fit in with another group. You know why? Because they were shutouts in life. They were losers in life, and they decided, ooh, I'll join this group because this group's a bunch of fucking idiots that want to stop oil. They'll accept me. All I have to do is shout stupid things like, just stop oil, blimeys, because they're in Britain, you see. They have to yell that. That's Otherwise, it's an illegal chant. Look it up. <laughs> You want to protest, fine. You, 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 want to, you want to do all this stuff, fine. I, I don't care. Stay out of the fucking streets. You're, when, when you start to fuck with people's livelihoods, then you've taken it too far. And you deserve that ass whooping. You deserve to have that guy get out of his fucking tractor trailer, walk across the street, and shove you to the fucking ground. You deserve it. Arnie, did you just say someone deserved assault? Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I, I just I, I just want to stop with the absurdity of just end oil now. Do, do you know that that's got to be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. I know that California's governor has said that pretty much, but let's just stop it by 2035, which is dumb on its own. But again, again, I digress. What do I know? I've only lived in the world for 50 years, and I know that bad things are going to happen. Speaking of bad things happening, dear Lord, this is a fucking terrible story. And then it, it, it's just proven how stupid people are. Um, we have to take a trip for this story, and I, I think you'll enjoy this trip because we are going to... Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. This is a story of, how old is this guy? Does it say? It doesn't say. Uh, Anthony Michael Corrado. Anthony Michael Corrado is a, a fine human being, and I don't mean that, uh, from the, the sunshine state itself, Florida, who's got himself in a tad bit of hot water. According to a police report, Mr. Cordero allegedly beat his grandmother to death and then severely beat his grandfather. According to the report, he was covered in blood at the home Wednesday. But you see, you see, this is what makes it a special Florida story. Not just beating your grandma to death and then severely beating up grandpa. But when grandma and grandma grandpa's housekeeper showed up, Mr. Cordero led the housekeeper to the bedroom where the woman's body was located and said he asked her to help him clean up a, quote, real mess. Now, if you didn't think this guy could get dumber, this is why I broadcast. The housekeeper, of course, freaked out by seeing her dead boss, said, uh, oh, excuse please, uh, oh, wait, that's Asian. Uh, I gotta do, uh, I'm not even going to do the Mexican accent. Um, I got to leave to go get some cleaning supplies for my car. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go, go, go right out there. That is where she got in her car and flagged down a police officer who was nearby. Deputies went to the house. They found the woman beaten to death with a plastic bag around her neck. The man, meanwhile, was found wrapped up in a blanket in another room, suffering some severe head injuries. Grandfather might make it, but we'll see. Police found a hammer with blood on the kitchen countertop while investigating. There's also blood on the walls, the floors, everywhere, and he did admit to beating his grandparents. Well, I tell you what, it takes a special devil to beat your grandma and grandpa. <laughs> you, you don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with with mamaw and and, and grampy. 
Come on now. You got to be better than that even in Florida. Stupidity doesn't end there, though. No, 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 no. Now we got to travel to the wonderful state of Oregon. Oregon, as they would say, instead of a woman. Hoo-ha! I was on last night. Hoo-ha! This boy's a fine boy from the state of Oregon. Fuck you, too! There it is right there. Fellow by the name of Craig Lanford. Lankford. Craig Langford lives in LaGrand, uh, La Oregon, city of about 13,000 people on the eastern side of Oregon. He went out for, uh, uh, after the uh, following his morning, he was out there, and uh, he had noticed that a bear had been harassing the chickens. By the way, it was the very same bear that was following them the earlier in that day. So, Mr. Lankford said, not, not, not my chickens. You ain't going to get my chickens, Mr. Bear. Well, that's when he saw the bear on his property for a second time. And he decided, now it's going to happen. You're not going to fuck with my chickens anymore. Shot the bear. Um, Obviously, he did not have a bear rifle because the bear just shook it off and then attacked him. See, what happens when, when, when you don't have a gun that can take down a bear, it makes the bear angry, and the bear sounds like... Um, deputies were notified about it and they shut down the roads because I guess the bear had stolen the car and was trying to get away. Wow. Here's a fantastic quote. Once again, this show is all about learning. I'm going to try to do this without laughing. According to Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife officials, wounded bears can be especially dangerous. <laughs> no shit. A wounded bear is more dangerous than a regular You don't say. Wow. Man, that must be how you got that really cool park ranger job, isn't it? Uh, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife is aware of at least three incidents when wounded bears attacked hunters who had shot but not killed them. None of those attacks were fatal. While the bear attacks are rare, they tend to occur most when bears are wounded, when they're being fed by people and lose their natural wariness, or when they are surprised by people or other animals. So pretty much any time you, en- you encounter a bear, it attacks you. Donald says, Really? I know, right? Why would they come out and say that? Don't they realize that there are dickheads in this world like me that will read that statement and go, why did you make that statement? That's a statement that doesn't need to be made. You know, wounded bears are actually more dangerous than regular. You don't say. A wounded animal is more dangerous than another. Yeah, Come on. Come on. You're pulling my leg. Did he bear down? 
Cowboys Gross says, well, thanks for that info, Arnie. I'll be careful around wounded bears. You don't have to be careful. Cowboys Girl, this is a story that doesn't affect you. Bears don't mess with Wounded bears won't even mess with you. Come on now. It's like when you go camping, you go to the park ranger and go, hey, can, can you show me where some of the wounded bears might be? I kind of want to go fuck with them. If it was a black bear, he'd be charged with a hate crime for shooting it. Oh, by the way, by the way, since we're talking about hate crimes and things like that, um, I know that it was released yesterday, and I haven't said anything about it yet today. I'll say something about it here. Um, the, the actual final autopsy reports were done for George Floyd, and they say he didn't die of any trauma whatsoever. Now, I'm not calling for Derek Chauvin, as some people are saying he's a political prisoner. I'm not calling for Derek Chauvin to be released. I'm not. I think Derek Chauvin was a shitty cop, and he proved that he was a shitty cop for what he did in public by putting his knee on someone's neck. There's no room for that. But if you would have seen the toxicology reports and saw how much fentanyl and methamphetamine... Uh, The doctors are quoted in saying that there was a lethal, that means deadly, lethal amount of fentanyl in George Floyd. George Floyd's been sober for three years now. Congrats. So Braddy has inward repellent. I have bear repellent. There you go. I just found it, it, you know, when I when the story came out, you're you're not going to unring that bell. You're not going to put the toothpaste back in the cap. It, it, look, look, look. Derek Chauvin's going to be in jail for a long time until he gets killed in jail. We know that's going to happen. Do I want it to happen? No, I don't want it to happen. I don't want people to get killed. Well, there's certain people I want killed, but you you know who those people are. I, I think that we'll get a Jeffrey Epstein list before we see anybody fucking do anything to lift a finger for Derek Chauvin. Oh, yeah, he also had meth in his system, too. Yeah, he was he was speedballing it pretty good. See, speedballing is when you take a depressant, as in fentanyl, and you mix it with a stimulant, such as methamphetamine. I know that because that's how John Belushi died. He was taking heroin and mixing it with cocaine. That's speedballing. I don't know if they, they call they use the same term with fentanyl and, and meth, but all I know is that you're having a heck of a time. But even Dr. King's death didn't impact the country as much as George Floyd's did. That, you know, that I've heard that somewhere before. I mean... But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. I, I only have one thing to say to that, and that's... Bullshit! Brady Kidd says, dumb question. What is your question? No dumb questions. Come on now. You know that. Why is that just now coming out and not at trial? Do I need to answer that question? I 
I'll answer it. Uh, not a dumb, not, not you know what? Not a dumb question at all. It's a question that 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 should have been should be asked, but I'll give you the answer. Because America in that in that time right then, not my America, not me. I didn't need this, but America. Let's remember we were going through protests. We we're going through all kinds of people, you know, marching in the streets, breaking glasses. America needed a villain. And that villain was sure as shit not going to be the dead guy. So America needed a villain. And that's why this wasn't out there. Because if this is out there, I, you know what? I think even if this is out there, I think Chauvin still gets, he gets punished. It's, it, it's like the Donald Trump thing. Do you think Donald Trump, I've got a stupid question for you now. Donald Trump, who's on trial, who's going to be on trial, I think it's in September for these this campaign bullshit with Stormy Daniels, which we all agree is stupid and, and, and shouldn't be happening. Do you think he's going to get a fair trial in New York? Do you think that they've actually they're going to get a, a jury of his peers? The answer is no, they're going to get regular New Yorkers. Those are not his peers. And he's going to get in some kind of bullshit sham thing and found guilty of it, even though it's only a misdemeanor. But once again, once again, the federal government didn't want to look into this. Nobody wanted to look into it because it wasn't against the law. But he's still going to get convicted. So the reason why that happened, and it actually, it's actually not a dumb question. It's a great question because nobody wants the answer. And I'll give you the answer because America needed a villain at that time, and Derek Chauvin was the perfect villain because he's the guy who had his knee on a black man's neck. The report was presented at the trial. Okay, this is also a non-story. He died from association, which won't have any outweighed, uh, outward injuries, which is what the report said. White clap, black thug, Kamala's stupid ass saying, "Um, in the background is so dumb." It was available at the trial. Jury hated the cop too much. Donald Trump hero, not George Floyd. Uh, Derek says absolutely not. No, Donald Trump's not going to get a fair trial. He's not going to get a fair trial. He's going to be guilty. I don't even know why they're going to waste time doing it. If I was his lawyer, I'd be like, we rest. Go ahead. Just find us guilty. We'll pay the fine. We'll get out of here. We're going to run for president. We might win. I mean, that, 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 that's how long this should, should take, and it, it shouldn't cost the taxpayers any money because it's absolutely asinine. And now they're, they're finding something else. That, what else did I see that they're going to charge him with? Uh, Donald Trump's being charged with something else again. And once again, these are all the, this is the death of a thousand paper cuts. Um, let's see if I can find this story about Trump. I forgot what it was, they, but they, they want to put him on trial for something. Or they want to bring charges against him for something. Uh, oh, oh, oh. It, the whole Mar-a-Lago thing, the whole classified documents, they're looking now once again saying that he had a dress rehearsal for how to remove sensitive papers with his staff before the FBI showed up. By the way, if you charge Donald Trump with this, you better charge the sitting president of the United States with the same thing. But once again, this is death by a thousand paper cuts. By the way, I believe this is in The Art of War by Sanzu. These are methods to... uh, 
they're trying to bring him down. And they're, they started with this whole Stormy Daniels thing, right? Because they couldn't impeach him, not once nor twice. So then they, they go and they raid his house for these documents. And they're really good. they want to bring that to trial. They want to bring that to light, even though he had every right to do what he did. Vice President sure as fuck didn't, but that's a whole other thing. Um, and now the 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 uh, the lawsuit that was that he lost in New York, by the way, shocking, uh, saying that did he he besmirched someone and he's going to have to pay. And they said, oh, he was found guilty of rape. He wasn't found guilty of rape. Vic Coop says his staff was the Secret Service. Yeah, exactly. They're they are just a hundred percent trying to do whatever they can to keep him from running in twenty twenty four. Well, what they're doing is they're they're trying to put doubts in people's mind. He's going to run. This isn't about him. They're not going to stop him from running. Let's get all let's clear that up right now. Donald Trump is running for president, but they want to have this laundry list of shit. And that last thing on the laundry list, I'm telling you, watch it, and and I promise you. That that contract won't even need to be talked about when I play the I told you so when they ramp up and they use the vaccine against him. And that's their ultimate power play. That's their money shot. That, that, that's the, the end of the scene. All right, right there. Uh, let me reward that saying they're going to try to do. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Derek, you're absolutely right. No, you, I understood what you're saying. Yeah. They're going to do everything they can to put doubt in people's heads. That's what they're doing. Is it smart? Savvy. I'll give them that. It's very, very savvy. It's, it's taking mudslinging to a new level. As we're actually using the law now as a way to mudsling. Oh, well. Um, boy, this does not sound good. Um, a man in Tanzania was sent to the hospital after hearing a snap during sex with his partner. The loud snap occurred when the penis slipped out, lost his way, and struck the woman as she was trying to reinsert it. By the time the man got to the hospital, I don't know, they put him on the back of a guinea or something? His wiener was no longer erect, but swollen, painful, and bloody. Even though the pee-pee don't have no bones, it's referred to as fractured when its fibrous connective tissue called the tunica albuginea is injured or ruptured. Man, my mouth is starting to sweat thinking about this. This has got to be... No, uh uh-uh. Uh-uh. People don't know how many times this happens because men are too embarrassed to seek medical treatment for it. I got to say, I got to say, that's kind of stupid. I mean, mean, if I were to walk into the hospital and go, I broke my dick... What are you doing in the hospital? I broke my dick. My dick broke. However, cases of penis fracture are rising, according to stats from the National Health Service. An increase of 38% from 2014 to 2020. It could be all those new wieners that are out there that people don't know how to use. 
It happens usually during intercourse, but it has also occurred during energetic masturbation. You can break your own dick? Boy, I don't, I don't, man. That, that would be horrible. Why would I break my own dick? Um, the riskiest position is when the man's partner is in top or the reverse cowgirl, you know, the, the cowgirl or the reverse cowgirl. I, I've seen that documented in places. Um, increased broken wiener in women's sports. I think I almost did this. My man switched from riding reverse, but staying connected. He said, you're going to break my dick. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That's bad. Breaking dicks are bad. I've gone from Bruce to Caitlin. There's my other quote of the day. Breaking your dick is bad. It's kind of like those kids with laser beam eyes. Kids with laser beam eyes are bad, and breaking your dick is bad. Ugh, man, oh, man. You hear that snap, you're like, oh, my God. It's over. It's over. It's broken. It'll never work again. Oh. All right. Let's see. We'll do this one here. This, this is an awful story. And injured bears are dangerous. Nicole broke Timmy's dick. What, they, they do put a cast on it or like some popsicle sticks and some tape or what? I, I, I can't read any more of the story because I imagine there are shots involved. And I don't want to think about a needle going down. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Couldn't do it. All right, this is a story about uh, John Fisher. He's 66, or 60 years old. Brother was out walking his dog the other day. He's just an old man walking his dog, paying no mind to anything else, just doing what he does. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere. I mean, this is just, this is a horror movie. Surveillance footage published by the outlet shows Mr. Fisher, who actually lost a leg to infection about eight years ago, trying to crawl on the ground while using his shirt to seal himself from the thousands of angry killer bees. And when they showed up, they did the rotches with their butts. He sustained over 250 stings on his body. His arms, eyes, mouth, ears, legs, and back, as well as scrapes from crawling on the ground after his wheelchair overturned. I think they even went after the damn dog. First responders had to initially retreat after the bees started to attack them. His dog was stung over 50 times, had to be taken to an animal hospital in critical condition. Dog is going to make it, thank God. The man's going to make it. Let me just tell you this right now. You know, when you hear all these people talking about bees and pollinating, oh, we need more bees, and we're killing off all the bees. You know what I got to say? This is what I got to say. Fuck the bees. Fuck you, bees. Why aren't you good honeybees fucking, you know, if you want to stay alive, you get those fucking colonized killer bees and you put them in their place. See, I look at the bee world like the Muslim world. 
Think about it. Most Muslims, calm, peaceful people. It's only that little percentage. You know, the, the, the terrorist groups. I look at colonized killer bees as the terrorist groups of the bee world. And until the bee world does something about it, then we're going to just be killing bees. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See these bees, they're fucking, you know, they're flying around. Instead of buzzing the colonized bees, they go, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they don't have a buzz. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping Jim Brunel runs in with the share. That's so many bees in my backyard, and I love it for my garden. I don't bother me at all. Aw, shit, I must be a bee repellent. See, once again, Cowboys girl. Nothing in nature wants to hurt you. You're 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 perfect. This story, when I do these nature stories, they have nothing to do with you because you're never gonna get stung by one of these bees or thousands of them. Because they all have an agreement with the bears and the sharks and the snakes of all the places that you go to, they'll leave you alone. Because see, the animal world hates me. In the animal world, the last thing the animal world wants to do is rip off one of your arms. So I can play. Well, I don't want to say. See, I don't want to. I, I can't even get into it all the way. So the animal world is anti-Arnie. I'm just letting everybody know that right now. Let's see. Uh, that would explain why I saw one fly into the side of a building. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I don't know much about the people of uh, Nor- Nor- Norwegian people. or Norwegian. That's it. Norwegian people. I don't know a lot about them, but I got to think they're kind of stupid. And now, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not just trying to be mean just to be funny or just to be mean, even though I like to be mean just to be mean. Norway has had to warn their civilians to stay away from a Russian spy whale that's been approaching boats in the area. I did not make that up. The Russians have a spy whale. How can anybody lose to the Russians when one of their spies is a whale? And the Norwegians know about it. Yeah, don't go by the whale. Do not put your wooden shoes near the whale. The whale's name is Vladimir. He's been traveling along Norway's coast for four years. He's found with a harness on and a GoPro camera. Now, now let, let, let's work this out just real quick, shall we, ask family? Let's just work this out just real fast. The Norwegian government has told Norway citizens to avoid the whale. Now, if you're in a boat and you're on the high seas, and I imagine in Norway they're pretty good sailors, right? Because isn't that where we get the Vikings from? All that kind of area over there, the Swedes and all them kind of folks. Now, there ain't going to be a whole lot you can do if Vladimir, the, the spy whale, swims up to you. I mean, they, you, you can't do anything. Why is the government warning you? I mean, it, oh, shit, here comes Vladimir. Turn around. Oh, wait, he caught up to us. That reminds me, I watched Sizu last night. What a great movie. Fantastic film. 
The playful whale is believed to be trained by the Russian military. Hey, here's an idea. <laughs> now, I know this is going to sound bad. Everybody, everybody with kids around, uh, Mr. Arnie, Mr. Arnie is going to say something mean now. If this whale is a spy and you see it, why don't you kill it? I know, I know I'm talking about killing whales. Oh, my God, Arnie, how can you do that? It's a spy. What do we do to spies? We hang them. I want to see Vladimir the spy whale. (laughs) I'm not making this. I promise you I'm not making this story up. Here, I'll share it with you. A spy whale. How can anybody lose to a country that has a whale for a spy? Oh, man. Mage agrees with killing whales. Yes, I would hope so. You don't even have to use this one for the bones for the, to make your wiener strong. Say you break a wiener, you go kill a fucking whale, and your peen pee's fucking fixed. All right, last story here. Oh, God. Sometimes I love being from the South, and then there are stories like this. This is a story about 64-year-old Kentucky man, Clifton Williams. By the way, uh, the, the new season of Justified starts in July. Saw some saw the same commercial that I've seen for it a couple times. Um, but I saw it last night while I was watching the Mayan season premiere. If anybody has uh, is a fan of the show The Mayans, it's back on FX. It's the last season. Boy, the first two episodes were violent. Mage says they taste good. Damn right. All right. Well, maybe they might not taste good quite like to Clifton Williams. Clifton Williams, 64-year-old man. He's just an old guy living in Kentucky trying to live his best life. You know, he's probably fucked a bunch of his cousins. I don't know. Maybe maybe got a couple moonshine stuff. I, I don't know. I'm not judging. Guarantee you he's ate possum at least once or twice. Probably has a pretty good recipe for possum stew. Well, Mr. Williams showed up at home, was hungry. They were obviously all out of fucking possum stew. And uh, he went to the freezer. Now, he wanted him a quick snack. And and what's better as a quick snack than a Hot Pocket? We all like Hot Pockets, even though they should be called nuclear pockets because they're beyond hot. Well, when he got to the freezer... And see, he knew what he had left because it's him and his roommate. And he knows his food and he knows his roommate's food. He got to the freezer. He opened the freezer door up. And there were no Hot Pockets left. Now, this would anger me. I would get mad if this happened. I'd get mad. I'd probably say something about it. And then I'd let it go and find something else to eat. I'm not 64 yet. I'm only 51. Turned 52 on September 17th. Get your ideas ready. Hats, T-shirts. Hats with the letter A. T-shirts that are wrestling or cool. There you go. Gift cards. But we'll get to that later. Uh, Mr. Clifton, uh, Mr. Williams, he was upset. He was pissed. But he was so mad that he, he went into a rage. 
He started throwing floor tiles at the man. His roommate was like, dude, you're freaking out. You're throwing fucking tiles at me. I got to get out of here. Now, as he started to leave the house, Mr. Williams wasn't having any of that because he was standing up for his hot pocket. Mr. Williams went to his room, got a gun, and then shot that bitch in the ass. He shot a dude in the ass over Hot Pockets. The victim, who was shot in the ass, is expected to make a full recovery. I bet you he never eats another fucking Hot Pocket again. Mr. Williams, the 64-year-old who was enraged, was charged with assault and is banned from contacting his uh, roommate and is being held on a $7,500 bond that in Kentucky he will probably pay off in the next 26 years. (laughs) Shooting your roommate in the ass. That's why we don't have guns in our house. Amen to that. That does it for the show today, ass family. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Uh, We will be back on Tuesday. Monday's Memorial Day, which means this is Memorial Day weekend, which means you need to remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Now, if y'all go out this weekend, you're planning on getting your drink on, getting your party on, you're going out to the lake, you're doing all kinds of stuff, do it. Live it up. Have your best life. But whatever you do, get yourself away home safe. Whether it's Uber, whether it's Lyft, whether it's a designated driver, I don't care, a cab, get home safe because we want you back here on Tuesday. So until then, have a fantastic three-day weekend, and adios, everybody. We said goodbye in Marina Del Rey. I had a good time was the last thing I heard her say As I walked away And on the plane back to Tennessee My mind comes across her memory And yesterday in Marina Del Rey Hidden beach under a golden sun She spread a blanket that we laid down on And loved the world's way In Marina Del Rey And as we looked into each other's eyes We found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways Like the ocean tides, highs and lows, love sometimes comes and goes away in Marina Del Rey. And as this plane is touching down, 
Tears touch my eyes For I have found My heart has stayed In Marina Del Rey On a hidden beach Under a golden sun She spread a blanket That we laid down on And loved the world away In Marina Del Rey As we looked into each other's eyes We found our bodies lost in paradise Like castaways in Marina Del Rey We said goodbye in Marina Del Rey got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.